grace to you and peace in the name of our triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. For whatever reason, there are some characteristics of the fruit of the Spirit, which is also, as we said, the fruit of Jesus, that seem to grow more readily and more naturally in us than do other aspects of that fruit. You know, perhaps because maybe they align more readily with our distinct personalities. And then there are some of those qualities of the fruit of the Spirit that have a more difficult time growing and maturing in us. Again, I don't know, maybe due to our individual personality wiring. But the characteristic or the trait of the fruit of Jesus' life that we want to examine today, that of patience, is one that has been, at least for me personally, more of a thorn in my side than it has been a fruit of my life. And it's something which I have prayed to God about on many occasions. You know, saying, Lord, Give me patience and give it to me now. But that's not the way fruit grows, is it? You can't just, you know, dump a lot of water on a vine and uh, uh, fertilize around that vine and go to sleep the next morning. There's fruit all over the vine. It takes time and care and attention for that vine to produce fruit. And thus, to produce the fruit of Jesus in us, the love and the joy and the peace and such, is also going to take time and care and attention. And thus, the need for this fruit quality of Jesus to grow in us that we're talking about today, that of Patience. So what is patience? Uh, I think we might well define it as the willingness to wait, regardless of the trial, without complaint or compromise, for a hopeful resolution or outcome. I'm going to say that one more time, kind of longer. The willingness to wait, regardless of the trial, without complaint or compromise, for a hopeful resolution or outcome. This is what Isaiah called for from God's people in Isaiah 40, as he encouraged the people to wait upon the Lord. That is, to be patient with God even in the midst of our trials, anticipating and expecting that the Lord is going to eventually bless us. This is a trait that is fully seen in the character of God, as He is patient with all of us, with all of humankind, allowing more and more time for people to come to Him in faith and in repentance before Jesus returns on the last day to condemn all the unbelievers to hell. <coughs> Let 
Peter wrote in his second epistle, the Lord is not slow in keeping his promises, as some understand slowness. He is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. And thus it stands to reason that this is a quality that is fully present and visible in the life of Jesus too. He was patient with his disciples in their unbelief, in their childish ways, in their desire to keep children away from him. He was patient with Peter when Peter denied even knowing him. Peter didn't trust him, sank into the water. Peter tried to prevent him from completing the mission for which he had come. He was patient with James and John when they requested that they sit at the seats of honor when he comes into his kingdom. Patient with Thomas when he doubted that Jesus had really risen from the dead. And when asked by Peter, how often should I forgive someone when they sit against me? Up to seven times? He said, I tell you not seven times, but 70 times seven. That's patience. And Paul would go on to write about the patience of Jesus in his own life too. He wrote this to Timothy. Here is a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance. Christ Jesus came to the world to save sinners, of whom I am the worst. But for that very reason, I was shown mercy, so that in me, the worst of sinners, Christ Jesus might display his unlimited patience as an example for those who would believe on him and receive eternal life. It is because of Jesus' patience that Paul was saved. For had he not been patient, he would have let Paul go on persecuting the church and digging his own grave. In short, he would have let Paul die in his own sin. Let him suffer the eternal consequences of his rejection of God, which is the punishment of an eternity separated from God, which is what hell in his definition is. But Jesus was patient with Paul. He was patient with his arrogance, with his hypocrisy, with his cruelty, and with his sin. And he called Paul to repentance and called him to faith. And Jesus has been patient with us also. You know, whereas he could have justly let each of us die apart from his grace and apart from his forgiveness, he sent his Holy Spirit to each and every one of us came to us in the water and the word of holy baptism to call us to faith and to wash us of our sin in the forgiveness which He won for us through His suffering and death on the cross and through His resurrection from the grave. 
And no matter how many times we fail Him, how many times we doubt Him, we ignore Him, we distrust Him, He continues to love and to forgive us. Seventy times seven and then some. Because He is patient with us. And He doesn't want any one of us to perish. Such is the quality of the fruit of Jesus' life. A quality which He now grows in us also by way of His Holy Spirit. And though we may not all have that gift of patience, that fruit, in its fullest form yet, as we stay connected to Him, stay connected to the vine, it is a characteristic of His fruit that we will, by God's grace, eventually produce. To God be the glory. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen.